Hey everyone, and welcome back to Newsies Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 1992 Disney movie musical Newsies one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. Every time we do a podcast together, you end up with the bulk of the intro. Do we- I? Well, yeah, so UFO, you did most of the intro. Right. And this one, we were like, well, let's have Aaron try doing the intro. I, I'm like, hey, everyone, this is the name of our show. And you're like, here's a tongue twister. <laughs> it is a tongue twister. I'm hoping that by the end of it, I can I can have it down pat. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Maybe, or maybe not. Maybe not. We'll have to see. We're at minute 13 right now, which yes. I have being from here are your papes. Okay. Through, you know, with this kid's puss. And you, I, 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 I'm, and I'm just uh, still like half a second uh, in front of you. I have, I don't got a cute little brother like Les here to front for me. And okay. then I have the next minute with you know with this kid's post. Okay. So like it's we're 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 doing good. Yeah. We're doing good. My first note is that David saying the word papes. Yeah. Will never not sound just so stupid. He sounds like a narc. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm sure that's intentional. Yeah. But but also I wish that he would. S- like, every time I watch this movie, it makes me think of Steve Buscemi coming in, hello, fellow kids. <laughs> it does It does sound like he's saying papes with air quotes. Yeah. And the thing is, foreshadowing to the very, very end of this movie in a couple months, uh-huh. um, it doesn't get better. No, it really doesn't. You'd think that it would improve as yeah. he gets more comfortable in his role as a newsie. Yeah. But no. Yeah. He just, he just always sounds like a narc. He does sound like a narc. Yep. It's so weird. Uh, I get to the end of the movie and I don't, I'm not fully convinced he's not a narc. Yeah. <laughs> um, Newsies <my>, too. <laughs> D- David's betrayal. Um, I mean, I'd watch it. Though. I'd watch it absolutely. I'd read that fan fiction. Mm-hmm. Someone want to write that? Somebody probably already has. There's nothing new. On, there are no, no new ideas, James. <laughs> That's true. No new newsy ideas. Um, my first note is, and this is David. He's older. Oh yeah, no kidding. Uh, is so cute like this is charming jack yeah i think jack is perhaps at his most charming when he's talking to less yes no less sorry that was i won't do that every time and like i like it's it took me a second i was like (laughs) what because i forgot what i had said (laughs) right which makes the joke not funny (laughs) um but like Talking, Assuming the joke was funny to begin with. It was not. Uh, talking to anyone, maybe like Spot Conlin or something, but like, I think he's at his most charming at when he's talking to Les, and I think that that is super uh, contrived. Because yeah. he's basically conning. He's basically like, who's the weakest yeah. of, of these new people, and how can I get in their good graces? Oh, cute little kid who's been staring at me mouth agape for five minutes? I think this kid will do just nicely. Yeah. Part of it also, like, the first time we see him not being particularly charming, yeah. but playing at being charming is with Wiesel. Right. And we see that a lot. He is... Jack is not great with grown-ups. No, he's not. Like, he's... He's not good with Denton. He, he's, he's good with He's good with David's parents. See, I was going to say he's good with Meta, but hes I don't think he's good with David's parents because he, ha- he has that very fakey, like, I want you to like me. You're and right. And so I'm going yep. to, like, he's over the top when he interacts with adults. I take it back. Uh, he's okay with Denton in that he doesn't seem to be putting on a front as much, but you can tell that he doesn't completely he's sulky. trust. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
Like, yeah, like basically Denton comes in and suddenly somebody else is in charge instead of Jack. Right. And he resents it. Uh, he's good with Klopman. He's, 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 good he's with... fun with like tickle fights with the old man. Sure. It's so creepy. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, that's very, very interesting. He's, I would, mm, we'll get to it. But I mean, Klopman and, Klopman and Meta are parental his, figures yeah, for him. Yeah. They're part of his life. Sort, sort of, like, sort of parental yeah. figures. We'll get to Meta in a bit. Yeah. But in a way where Wiesel is almost like your like the older brother or older cousin, like like a Percy Weasley type, who's right. like That's the older great. brother who's a real stick in the mud, and you just want to poke him. Hey, it's Percy Wiseli. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> but yeah. No, yeah, I I agree. It's really interesting because Meta and Klopman are in his life every. Every day for Klopman. Yeah. Pr- presumably very frequently for Meta. Yeah. And they're also, their ex, you get the, the feeling that they both were newsies as well. Or like Meta was adjacent, newsy adjacent. Yeah. So they're sort of like, I can trust them. Yeah. Um, but it's sort of like a don't trust adults sort of yeah, situation. Yeah, because you've got, you know, he doesn't trust Wiesel and that's nope. very clear. He doesn't have much reason to trust Wiesel. Wiesel's kind of a dick. Yeah. Um, doesn't trust Denton because Denton is coming in and taking over the leadership role and the newsies are starting to look to him instead of jack for guidance he doesn't trust pulitzer but i mean come on yeah i mean you can't really blame him yeah and and with david's parents it's not that he doesn't necessarily trust them but he wants them to trust him so he turns on a totally different persona that frankly i find a little bit uncomfortable right i was i I was gonna say untrustworthy Yeah. yeah Yeah. Well, there's also the very clear, I mean, he does not hide the fact that he wants to bang David's sister. <laughs> like, doesn't even try to hide it. Yeah. I want you to trust me to sleep with your daughter. <laughs> what's, their, what's their last name? David and Les, I want to say Morgan. I, maybe. I don't know. I don't think it's in, I don't think it's said in the script. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, Les says he's near 10 and Jack said he should try to appear less. James. Than, than that. Um, no. And then my real note is when he says that Boots is right behind Les, looking older than I've ever seen Boots looking in his entire life. I'm like, who is that 50 year old? Oh, that's Boots. Okay. Who? Why? Do, I don't think I noticed that. Why does he look so I old? I don't, it, it like his, I don't know if what, if it's his face or his posture or something. He looks, I think, I mean, it's definitely because he's standing right next to Les. Right. But, but in future, scenes boots and less are like peers yeah you get the feeling that boots is probably like 11 maybe yeah. 12 yeah. but like a young 12 I've, to less is nine yeah yeah exactly um in this in this scene i'm like geez boots looks really old and like it i think boots is supposed to be there because jack's making the point like the younger that you appear the more papes you'll sell yeah like boots who is standing right behind you have have you met boots right um <laughs> but they chose a moment when Boots was like, looking like a like a sixty year old man. Yeah, it was it was very very strange, weird. And it could be just my perception. It could be that Les looks very young and Boots looks like you know pre adolescent. It's that weird stage in between. Sure, but like it was very very strange to to see. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I have a note about where Jack says, "You owe me two bits, right?" And David just makes this face like. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if it's because David's like, yeah, but 
I didn't ask you for that? Or if he's like, no, I owe Racetrack two bits <laughs> because you borrowed two bits from Racetrack. His, the look on his face is sort of like, yeah, so? Which is a weird, it's a combination it's a weird take. Of, yeah, it's kind of a combination <laughs> of yeah, so, and I don't want your stupid two bits. Right. Yeah. And yeah, I feel like David Moscow took a while to come into this role. Agreed. Agreed. Which presumably they shot the movie not in order. Right. So I don't know. I guess it, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why he feels like he's not comfortable in, it's not even that, like, I mean, David, the character is clearly not comfortable in his own skin at this sure. point in the movie. Right. But it's performed in a way that makes you feel like David Moscow is perhaps not completely comfortable with the Like, he just got the script yesterday. He's memorized the lines, but hasn't had a chance to, like, internalize what does it all mean. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's 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 very, very strange. I think David Moscow might actually be one of the only newsies who's on Twitter. So there's a chance that he will hear me say this and be horribly offended. I think that... It's a slim chance because right. he probably isn't going to listen to our podcast, but you never know. He could be one of those guys that's like, just got into podcasts. Give me podcast recommendations. Yeah. And also, if David Moscow, if you're listening, I think we can all agree that when we were 15, 16, even if we had been in big with Tom Hanks, we... We weren't we weren't doing great acting all the time. Sure, and I definitely spent a lot of time with scripts and memorized everything about them, and I still look back on those performances, and I'm like, wow, I just had no idea what was happening on that stage yeah. at any... Like, I think back on Much Ado About Nothing yeah. what, that we did in high school, and I'm like, oof. Yeah. I was possibly the worst Beatrice ever because I just did not understand so much of the subtext. Right. Because I was a teenager and didn't have the life experiences. Right. But I wonder if professional, like, if, like, movie stars look back on things and they're like, wow, I did a bad job. Yeah. I have to I have to think that they do. But, like, on every single movie they've ever done. Because <laughs> that's how I feel about every single role that I've ever done. I look back on it and I'm like, why was I cast in that role? Keanu Reeves just listened to, listens to Cool Breeze Over the Mountains and just cries a single oh. tear. Just, oh. Sad. So I have uh, one of my favorite scene parts in the whole movie. Yes. Is uh, David scoffing and Jack doing the exact same thing in the exact same tone of voice. Pretty impressively. Uh-huh. And then I said, I said, is hilarious and endearing. And then James's English English class brain broke in. And I was going to say English major, but I was never an English major. So that doesn't matter. You were not. Yeah. Um, I said, but also foreshadows jack saying the th the things that david says mm -hmm. um, it does i i had never made that connection before but i wonder if that was intentional I, I i optimist james thinks it was absolutely intentional it realist aaron thinks probably not probably it was probably just another opportunity for jack to be kind of a douche canoe right right yeah it's i feel like it's a great acting moment for both of them yes like it's it's the first time where i'm like Oh, okay, they kind of have a thing going yeah. on where David's a tool and Jack's a jackass, so it's like they have a yeah. thing going on. One of one of my note my note on that is that it's one of Christian Bale's best moments. Yeah, in the movie is yeah, uh -huh. yeah exactly. I have first Davy. Uh, yeah, calls him Davy for the first time. Yeah, later on uh, in uh, I think the beginning of minute fourteen, uh, Jack will refer to him as Dave. Um, but I always like Davy because it's it's so subversive of what I think he's trying to go for with 
David. Yeah. And you're like, Davy. It's like, oh, that's, well, that sounds like a kid. Kind of weird that Crutchy's the one who did it. You would think that, I mean, Crutchy seems to be kind of the most sensitive of them. You'd think he'd right. be the most sensitive to, like, call people what they want to be called. Now, I wonder if it's a, if it's like a James in college thing where it's like, if I am scared of you, I will call you Mr. Wiesel. If I want to be friends with you, I'll call you Davy. Maybe. Because, like, it's like he's showing respect, but it's more of a, like, listen, if I liked you more, I would call you Weasel. Yeah. Maybe there's something in, like, you know, none of us uses, like, very few of us, use, like, we all have newsy nicknames. You've got your mush, your kid blink, your racetrack, your cowboy. I mean, his Maybe, name is Crutchy. Uh, yeah, and he's like, I don't know enough about you. <laughs> To give you a nickname based on your personality, but you're clearly feeling a little out of your element here, yeah. so let me extend this olive branch of a nickname. We'll call you Davy. I mean... We, 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 we take stuff that's like, what's a, what sort of things about you, and, and we make it a nickname. You are very Davy. Yeah. Les never gets a nickname. Nope. But he's he's a little kid. He doesn't really need a nickname. He's, right. In that way that children have, Les is immediately comfortable in whatever situation he stumbles into. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I envy that. Yep. Yep. It, as, as is seen at the end of Carrie and the Banner where he's like going among the crowd with his little wooden yeah. sword. Like that's that's typical Les. Just yep. all, all, all little kids of a certain age of a, of a certain upbringing are Gryffindors. Yep. Oh, and the last note I have... So David and, and, and Jack are facing off. Mm-hmm. They're about to, yeah, they're about to start negotiating hardcore. And some newsie that I can't identify walks in between yes, them. Yes, that's my note. the stupidest face. It's like a great big, like, fake laugh. It's the weirdest moment. It is the weirdest moment. Like, you have to wonder if he just... Like, was he told to do that or did he just do it and they decided to keep that take? Was that the only take where nobody sneezed and they were like, I guess we have to use that one. Yeah, this is the best, this is the best take we got. We shot all day. I don't. I, there's got to be a reason why they kept it, but I cannot for the life of me fathom what that reason could be because it is the weirdest. It feels like an outtake that didn't get outtook. Yeah. Because everything else was going great, except for this one dude decided to walk in between the principal, like, battle, you know, fighters. Yeah. Well, and he's got, like, his newspapers up on his shoulder. Like, if he were from the 1990s, it would have been a boombox. Yes. But he's got them up on his shoulder, like, kind of blocking David from seeing him. Right. And so... Like, it feels like a very intentional, I'm going to put my newspapers up here so I can make this goofy face at Jack. And if Jack had reacted in any way, it would have felt in, like it was intentional. Yeah. But Jack just let him walk by and then they continued, continued their scene. It was, it was wild. It was very strange. Um, it, it, the scene ends roughly with Jack saying, with this kid's puss. Yeah. Meaning Les's face. Correct. Which I guess that's... A phrase that people used to use. Like a sourpuss. But it has always, even as a child, struck me weird. Like, yeah. like why wouldn't you just say with this kid's face? I don't... I, I have, I'm doing this based on no research. But I think 
based on I think it's used in the in the uh, hit movie Mrs. Doubtfire. Okay. I think Punam is like this, like the jaw part of the face. Okay. And I'm wondering if that's related to Puss, where it's like it's not it's not even like his whole thing. It's like his like he has like a baby face, like his like. Oh God! There's no way to make it sound not gross, but like just like his his mouth, like his yeah. like he like his sweet. I don't know. You're, I mean, it's weird. It's it's definitely. I weird. mean, it's it, the the word is so very close to pussy right. that it just which can't like doesn't. There, there's no way that it's not going to just make me feel a little squicky. Well, like when even though I know it's not meant that way in this context at all, like pussy footing around. Sure. Means like, don't like walking it. on cat feet. Sure, very um, softly. Right, um, but I feel like it's it's suddenly gotten a connotation of like something like walking around like a pussy, like the like misogynistic, sure, like wuss, sure, sort of deal. But yeah, it's weird. It, the use of the word puss is weird here, but it feels like of the time. It does feel of the time. I just will never not hate it. Yeah, that's all I have about it. It feels ta- we talked about that word for. Longer than I thought we would. Um, having seen uh, Blood Drips Heavy over Newsy Square, on Newsy Square. Blood Drips Heavily on heavily Newsy on Square. Heavily on Newsy Square. Um, I can't imagine they didn't crack up at that at least oh, a couple I'm times. Oh, I'm sure. And Les is like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Well, that's going to do it for today. Yes. That Yeah, that'll wrap up Minute 13. If you would like to get in contact with us about anything related to what we've talked about on the show so far, you can contact us on Twitter at Newsies Minute. And individually, we can be found on Twitter. I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. And I'm at Unabashed James. David Moscow, I guess, at us. Yeah, absolutely. Come come talk to us on the show. Yeah. 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 If you, hey, if you want to be on the show. We've got plenty of time left. And like, David improves in my mind once he starts being the mouth. Yeah, oh, I, I, lo- I love yeah. David as a character. Of course. I do. And he, it's a rough start here. Yeah, and part of that is just the way it's written and yeah. probably some direction. Yeah. And it's it's not really a com- – I mean, I know it sounds like it's a commentary on David Moscow's acting, but it's – I mean, it's it's really not. I feel like everything about the character is so out of his comfort zone yeah. that – Yep, yeah. absolutely. So, yeah. uh, David Moscow, please come on our show. Yeah. <laughs> In, in, in short... This is how we make that happen, right? We just yes. make a plea on the show and hope he hears it? Right. At the end of minute 13. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Um, All right. Yep. All right. We'll, we'll see you guys again tomorrow. And until then... Soak him for crutchy. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.